What's up, folk? You are now tuned in to the Wildin' for Respect show. Where I might fuck around and fuck your bitch. Could make an argument to suck some dick. Who knows? Anything goes on the Wildin' for the Utmost Respect show. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. All right, I'm just playing. Well, damn, hold on, guys. Hold on. All right, I'm coming on down. Here we go. Let my shit. Here we go. <laughs> I kind of want to just stop this shit right now just so I can go back and listen to <laughs> But uh yeah, anyways, yeah, guys. Uh this is, you know, the Wildin' for Respect show. Uh, I totally got the name from my nigga Scoop. Hit my nigga Scoop up. I forgot what the fuck we was talking about. I think it was just this, honestly. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, what do you think of like wowing for it? That's what I was going to go with wowing for it. Uh, and he was like, hmm, what's wrong with speak on it? And I was like, eh, you know, it's just common. And he was like, oh, okay. That's kind of how it is with, 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 with my podcast, his podcast, thinking out loud, a common name and shit. And, uh, he was like, hmm, why not wowing for respect? I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's anybody that knows me. That's pretty on brand. Wildin' for respect. Shout out my nigga Slick Will. Uh, so I'm like, all right. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, Wildin' for respect the show. Because you have like kind of like a legit show. So I'm like, all right, you know. I said, I might change the show, you know. I feel like the show should be like on TV or something. I don't know. But yeah, anyways. Wildin' for respect, guys. That's why I'm changing it. I'm changing it to Wildin' for respect now. Uh, instead of speak on it because... The shit's common as fuck. Speak on it is way too common. It reminds me of back when I was, uh, when I first started rapping. It takes me back to when I first started rapping. Uh, I'm going to give you all a quick history of my rap names. Number one, when I first started rapping, I think my name was D Black. D Black. This was sometime in middle school, early middle school, like seventh grade or some shit probably. So D Black, that was probably a playoff of uh, Black Rob. Um, then I went to D Rob, maybe. Nah, it was D Black. D Rob might have been first. Then it was D Black. Then it went to uh, Percy Jones. Percy Jones was my rap name from like ninth grade to tenth grade. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. I'm always gonna love that rap name. That's always gonna be one of my favorite rap names ever. Percy Jones. Like, and to this day, shout out that nigga. Uh, shout out Zay, Zay Rashad, cause he showed me mad love. <laughs> he showed y'all nigga mad love. He had one of the coldest beats. It was a, uh, it was a sample. Of the me and Mrs. Jones record. And my nigga, my nigga, my nigga gave me the beat. He gave me the beat. He knew that it was, you know, you feel me? He knew it was something that a young nigga could have fucked with. And, uh, yeah, one time for him because he showed me mad love. Hold on, guys. I know I'm not necessarily looking at the camera because I'm on the clock right now. And, uh, 
All right, there we go. Now I'm back on. So anyways, yeah, you know. So then that was Percy Jones, ninth and 10th grade when I was rapping and shit. Then I fell off the rap. Got back in my motherfucking bag going into fucking senior year. So that's when, you know, y'all nigga was mojo. Hit a bitch with that slow-mo, and you know I got mo-do. For real, ho. Stop playing with me, bro. Come on, man. For real. Ha, <laughs> mojo. But then I was on Dat Piff. This is back when Dat Piff was popping. It's still popping, but this is back when Dat, when Dat Piff was really popping, and I had mixtapes out the wazoo on that bitch. And I, and I got tired of, uh, I got tired of every time, Every motherfucking time I would get on to that piff and I'm searching for me and shit like that. And it's like a hundred goddamn, it's mad mojos. It's mad mojos. High nigga ever post a, you feel me? Like the fuck? So, um, yeah, man. So, you know, I had to, I had to change my rap name. And, you know, and one day I was just on fucking Facebook, you know, back in the day when Facebook, when everybody had like those little weird nicknames and shit like that. And mine was Donovan Kane's Jack Brown, because at that at that moment, at that moment in my life, I was always just saying Jack to niggas like whoever, whatever. That's your name, Jack. I right, Jack, you know, so I was just saying like it's all about them Kane's Jack. Then I just whatever for whatever reason one day I just read that shit backwards, and was just like Kane is Jack Jack Kane's. Huh. Jack Kane's. Damn, that kind of sound. I don't know who the fuck that nigga is, but whoever he is, that nigga sound hard. <laughs> that nigga sound hard. He sound like he supposed to be a rock star, superstar. Jack Kane's. What? So yeah, that's how I got to fucking Jack Haynes. Will I ever will will Jack Haynes ever be a superstar? Rock star? Who knows? But anyways, that was just the thought the thought process. Uh and so that's where I'm at with the podcast. Speak on it. It was great, you know. But I I honestly kind of out the gate Kind of out the gate, I already knew that I was going to want to, like, I knew I would want to change it eventually, speak on it. Because the only way I wouldn't want to change it is if my if the shit just blew up. If the shit blew up, then, you know, then I would have kept it. Because then I would have been the nigga. I'm this motherfucking nigga speaking on it, you feel me? But instead, I'm not the nigga speaking on it. Well, I am the nigga speaking on it, but. Whatever, guys. Long story short is, again, I'm just changing the motherfucking, you know. My brand ain't that big, so I can change it right now. It's early in the game, you know. But, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. So, from now on, do not, uh, don't search up, speak on it. Don't, nope. Nope, one time for my wildest worldwide. Wilding for respect. And that will be W-Y. L I N. Wildin'. Not wildin'. Okay, I don't know. Niggas is wildin'. You feel me? But um, yeah. So let's get into it. How y'all been? How y'all been? You know? Damn. I'm at work, y'all, so I'm recording. 
and like I'm trying to time out the shit, but right now in this hour there's a show that has like a a faster set show pitch so it can run a little faster it's up to 2%. So like I might time I might time my shit out on next gen. I'll time it out at the top of the hour, you know? So it'll hit like I might I might be 3 seconds over, 2 seconds over or some shit like that, but you don't necessarily want to be under. You want to keep the clock close to zero, you know what I'm saying? And right now, you know, I just did my shit and it was at two. Now it's at minus eight. So I got to keep adding little shit just to, you know, keep the time close to zero. That's the best thing about my Saturday shifts. Ain't no set shows, no fat niggas. Hollywood 360. Spend the first hour timing everything out on my KRLA and my K-Tie. And I'm done for the night, nigga. I'm just coasting. But, uh, so anyways... Let me get back to it. What's up with y'all, man? How y'all living out here? I hope as well. I truly hope as well. Especially after this weekend. Matter of fact, that's just what I'll start with. I'll start with that, man. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace to the victims of, of this wild shit out here, y'all. Like... I felt bad Sunday morning. So I get off work Sunday morning, right? Everything is happening. You got the shooting in El Paso on uh on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Then later that night, there's another shooting in Dayton, Ohio. So I get off work Sunday morning, eight o'clock. I get to the crib. It's just me there. My girl out of town. She shot back to Phoenix. My bro, who knows, knocked out or some shit. And I'm just in my room, fucking around on my laptop. I don't know what I'm doing. Editing a podcast, maybe just listening to some beats, something. But anyway, CNN is in the background. And then it hit me at 10 a.m., there was really two random acts of just unnecessary evil that happened in less than damn all like 12 hours of each other almost. Damn near in the same day. Basically, you know, damn near in the same day. Over like 30-something people. Like 30-something people dead. Shit. Well over 50-something, you know, wounded and injured. And I realized, y'all, at 10 in the morning, I realized, damn. That did happen. The shooting in El Paso did happen. The shooting in Dayton, Ohio did happen. I didn't even bat an eye, y'all. Didn't even bat an eye. I was so desensitized to the shit. And that made me sad, man. That made me sad. That made me sad. That made me think about my family. And then it made me think about me. And what it did for me is. 
it made me think about it made me just think about my own legacy it made me think about this podcast it made me think about the raps it made me think about how i want to get on because at any given time you can be you can be out of here at any given time you can be out of here You all on the news, whatever. People all on the news. We're going to forget about them. Another life lost, another name forgotten. That's what happened. Especially, especially, especially when I'm reading about uh, the couple. The couple... I'm not even gonna. I, I think. I think the. I think the. I think the lady's name was Jordan, and the uh, the man's name was Andre. They 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 had a they had an infant with them, and they had two other kids. They got three kids in total. The infant was with them when both of them died. That shit almost made me cry yesterday. I ain't gonna lie. When I was reading that, that almost made me cry. Like I, I, I low key started to feel it, like in the back of my head. Like whoa, if I really like keep looking at this and then just diving into it mentally, like it's gonna happen. So let me just fall back. That was sad as fuck, bro. Cause now I'm thinking like, all right, they say how you know they went and dropped their kids off. They was just going to go get some school supplies, my G going to walmart for some school supplies just finished dropping off the five-year-old at 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 cheerleading practice they got a five-year-old and a two-year-old in the infant fam uh the infant don't even the infant will never know it's, it's, it's parents never you know how sad that is bro i'm 27 years old or 28 i'm 28 years old I don't even know my pops. And that's my nigga. I don't even know my mama. She my homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I say that as in I only know them really as my parents. How, honestly, probably a lot of us only know our parents as to who they are. We only know them to the role they are as our parents. Whether it's a great role or whether it's a shitty role, but that's just who we know them as. That's who we. That's what we judge our parents off of. I don't really like. I was telling my pops one day. I'm like, I don't really know. Like, you know, like, what you grow up wanting to do, or just, you know, like who really like. I know you as pops. Who is Troy? Who's Troy? I know you as my mom. Who is Rachel? You know what I'm saying? Like who 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 really is Rachel? Who really is Troy? This infant, bro. They don't. They not even gonna. They not even gonna get a chance to know. They not even gonna get a chance to know their mama, their daddy. You know, just off the strength. Like, bro, that's that's sad, man. That's really sad. The five year old, like she gonna know what's going on. But at the same time, it's like, 
Oh my God, that just hurts me right now just to think like to be that young of a kid and to literally expect to see your people's back in 30, 45 minutes. Drop you off with your coach. We going to go get you some shit because it's August. Just about to start kindergarten. You know? Just about to start kindergarten. And now all of a sudden, come on, dog. Come on, man. That's sad, bro. That's sad. Now she's going to be asking. Somebody got to tell her. Somebody got to tell this little girl that her people, like, niggas is out here wilding, man. But back to, uh, and I and that was just a, you know, I now I got on a rant on how sad I was. But that's what I'm saying. It took me all day just to feel that. And I had to see that story on CNN. Matter of fact, I really ain't even feel that until this morning. Until actually this morning at work. When, when I'm on CNN, I, I'm on CNN and I read it. That's when that really hit me was this past morning, not even Sunday morning after the shit happened. When I read that story and I'm like, yo, like, come on, dog. Like, I don't understand how I mean, I guess I do understand. I don't understand how someone could do it, how someone could kill like just so random. But then I get it because I'm a, I'm only assuming this person just got hella hate in their heart. Like think about think about how much think about how sad with life you have to be, you know, to um to do some shit like it, to just go out and randomly want to kill someone. Like what? And that's anything. That's even like, I, I, you know, I don't even know. I could be way off when I say this one. But even like maybe like even like gang violence. Now that's a culture, so niggas is in it. It's a culture, so niggas is in it. But like to every single day, to just be willing to be ready to ride for this shit like that's that's where all your heart at your heart all your love all any and every whatever it is is in this culture of just violence and you ready to risk it like that's how much life life is even even if you feel that you ain't got no other options. But even then, like, for life to feel, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I just feel like for, for niggas, when it come down to, like, that, to, like, really be, like, to play with your life and to play with other people's life, I can only assume that your life, is that that person's life is really miserable. Or they're just miserable. Not, you know, like they just, whatever's in their heart, whatever in their mind, obviously shit is eating them up. And I'm not trying to, you know, 
I'm not trying to justify anything or say, like, of course the nigga wrong. Duh. That's of course. I'm just trying to think about what could possibly. I can only assume what's in somebody's mind. And clearly it's a lot of hurt, bro. It's a lot of hurt because ain't nobody don't nobody. You know that when. Come on, man. We take somebody's life. That's hurt. That's hurt, bro. Because you know you're hurting other people and you still just willing to ride with it. But it's crazy. It's literally crazy how desensitized we are to this shit. Or and, and and I am to this shit. That, you know, niggas is out here just out here getting shot, getting killed. And, and I'm just looking at it like, damn, that shit happened. It's America. That's what happened in America. Niggas get killed by the cops. Motherfuckers, we got racism. We got. Uh, quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Uh, all right. Uh, you could say that this might low key be my version of uh, of outstanding. You know, like when Joe Button plays outstanding. When niggas get into some sad shit. That's what Steer It Up is for me. Steer it up. I'll never forget. Darling, me and my little brother. Hold up, let me turn this down right quick. Cause I'll never forget me and my little brother. We was uh We was at the crib. Some shit had went down in the house. I ain't gonna speak on it. But it fucked my little brother up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We had to leave the crib. My nigga sad. He crying and shit like that. I ain't really know what to do to the nigga. Do for the nigga. We just left the house. Turned on some motherfucking stare it up and told my nigga let it out. <laughs> let it out. My nigga had him a good ass cry to Bob Marley. Then we went and got us a shake. Went back to the crib and everything was cool. I mean... It wasn't really cool, but my nigga was cool. He was good after that. But, you know, steer it up. When it comes to the babies, playing for babies and shit, you know, for real, it worked. But all right. Anyways, we out this bitch. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I need the little West name too. I really wish I could talk to Parks. Um, what's next? What else do I want to talk about? Oh, uh, mm, all right. Let me ask you this. As a matter of fact, I ain't even gonna ask you. I'm just gonna go into it. Oh, uh, so I'm at work the other day, right? One of the hosts in the show was talking about how uh, he had stopped at Whole Foods on the way over here to pick up him a sandwich. And on the way out, he had seen everybody was at this car and like, you know, kind of a commotion. What the fuck was going on? Apparently, 
there was a canine locked in a car and someone put on their cape, busted the windows out of the car to save the dog. He's telling this story on air and I'm in the studio. I'm at the boards low key just like what in the fuck is going on? White people. Matter of fact, you know what? I ain't even going. Even though it was white people that did this act. And even though. Seven times out of 10 is white people that's going to do this act. But really. Animal lovers. I get it. But I don't get it. Fam. You fuck with dogs or animals. You have an infinity for animals that much that you would bust out the window of someone's car to save a fucking dog. Now, the host of the show, one of the hosts of the show, unfortunately, he had to get to the show. So he couldn't wait around to see what happened. But he was dying to wait around to see what happened. And and I'm talking to my girl because I'm telling my girl about it right earlier today. And she was just trying to tell me like, so you wouldn't. She was like, so you wouldn't do anything. And I'm like. No, not even close. I wouldn't do shit. She was like, so what if it was a child? I'm like, all right. I don't know what I would do with a child either. Now, I would do with a child. I would do a lot more for a dog. Because she was like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, she was like, so say you pull up to a grocery store. You get out the car, you see a dog in there. What do you do? I'm like, I'm walking in the store. I'm not even thinking twice about it. She's like, so what if you seen a child? And I'm like, I still don't know. Now, if I seen the child, I'm not going to just walk in the store. I was like, but I really got to see something before I just bust the windows out. Of somebody's car and, and shit like I'm gonna I'm like I'm probably gonna call the police and this and that you know cause she's talking about you know it's high I'm like well one I'm assuming that everything's cool when I first pull up to the scene just like with this dog we don't know how long this dog was in the car as far as I know as far as we know as far as he knew as far as them people knew, that person ran in the store to go grab some milk right quick and just to come right back out. Probably didn't feel like dealing with the dog or whatever, all that. Went right in to get some milk, came right back out. A 10-minute trip tops. 
and you're going to break the windows to my fucking car? So I'm saying, all right, so if I pull up with the baby, I'm going to assume, I'm like, all right, so we in L.A., it's 75 degrees. 75 degrees, unless we, where it happened at with the dog, Sherman Oaks, it might be 85. Cause it, you know, it can get a little, it can get a little shaky in the motherfucking valley and shit like that, you know. But I'm like, I still, I'm like, I'm one of those people. Like, I mind my business. Like, cause I'm, I'm telling her, I'm like, all right, the same motherfucker that would bust your windows out to save a dog in my opinion, is the same motherfucker that will probably call the law on you or, you know, not be minding their own goddamn business and now we got a situation because this same motherfucker that would save a dog, they seen me park in a handicap spot and my car ain't got no handicap sticker or nothing on it. It ain't got nothing to do with them. Matter of fact, they already found a parking spot and they not even handicapped. They just the type of people that just don't that you know, they're they're white people. They're 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 white women probably, and they're bored. You know, they they can't figure out they they are you know like it, whatever it is that make white women do the things that white women do. That's what it is. That's what I'm assuming, because I'm trying to figure out like, what would make like you know what because you don't know what could come after that and like and like. One of the hosts on the show was saying, like, he was like, I could take you a little south down the 101 out here in L.A. to where if that happens, it is going to go a totally different way. A totally different way that you'd have busted out my car windows to save a fucking dog. And the, and the host was saying how, you know, people all up in the car and shit. You know what I'm saying? They done unlocked all the goddamn doors. They sitting all like, the fuck? And you know what's even crazier, bro? It's illegal in California to keep a dog in the car. And it's legal. It is. It is. L-E-J-A-L. Legal. In California for someone to play the hero. And like I was telling my girl, she was saying, well, you could just avoid it by not fucking with the dog. And I was like, you know what? And that would be the shit that would make me snap and put me in a predicament that I did not want to be in. For someone to do some stupid shit like that. Trying to, for whatever I, okay, is justifiable. I don't want to hear your justifiable reasons of why you just destroyed my property. I don't get it. And my girl was like, when, cause she was, when I was talking about the dog, she felt the way about that. Then when I was talking about the baby, she was like, wow, like I really, like you wouldn't, the fact that you wouldn't. And I'm like, look, I, I got to look at shit. I really got to look at shit. I'm like, at least with the baby, I'm going to look and see. I'm hoping because I'm like, I'm going to look at I'm looking for signs to make sure the baby isn't like under duress. 
Because I'm like, I'm like, because I don't agree with this bullshit, my hypothetical, my hypothetical is, again, when I pull up, everything is cool. When I pull up, the baby ain't crying, the baby ain't wilding out, the dog don't look like it's losing his mind. When I pull up, shit is cool, and all I see is what is going on. There's a baby locked in the car, or there's a dog locked in the car. Because I told her, I said, if I see a dog, I'm not even looking. I don't give a fuck. I'm walking in the store. I'm not thinking twice about it. So because now that she's talked to me, and I guess it would be wrong of me to do that, I went on ahead and told her, like, all right, I guess now that it's been brought to my attention that I should do something, then at the very least, I will go into the store and I will let whoever know I will let whoever know that they should do something. I will go to customer service, tell them to put it on their over the intercom or something like that. Hey, there's a dog in someone's car out here. I guess it's hot outside. Like, because that's why I was telling my girl. I'm like, if I step outside, if I when I get out the car and I'm like, God damn, it's hot out here. If I don't do that, I don't give a fuck about a dog being in no car. If I don't think it's hot, then fuck the goddamn dog. Now, if I think it's mad hot, even then, because I don't, I'm not an animal, I'm not a dog person, so my brain just wouldn't even register like that. You know what I'm saying? And I guess that's bad. I guess. But I'm just one of the, I don't, I can't, you know? And like I was telling my girl, I was like, and this is, and I was like, and this is why I'm cool with people not agreeing with how I give it up. I understand some of the shit I might be doing or some of the shit I might say, and people just will never be able to get with it, no matter what it is. I I I feel it, and I can and I, and I'm not mad at it. I can understand it because that's where I that's where I'm at with dogs. I, I'm telling my babe, I'm like, look, I, just just put me just chalk me up as one of them people. I'm never gonna give a fuck about dogs, and it's not that I hate them. Rest in peace, Jackson. He was the first pet that I had. Since I was like five years old, it was my pops' wife, her dog, Love Jackson. That was my nigga. Love going outside playing with Jackson. Anytime Kim used to yell at Jackson for doing stupid shit, like taking a shit in the corner or something like that, and she'd yell at him on the way out the house, then I hear his ass just hauling ass downstairs at 100 miles per hour. Damn near break my whole little – I used to have like a little – sliding type little door thing that I would have in my room. Nigga used to damn near break that shit off running into my room. Just, you know, so don't get me wrong. I love the little niggas, but I ain't never had that much attachment to dogs the way other people, I guess other people just really grew up with dogs and shit. So to really learn them and this and that for me, though, they just animals. And, and that's just where it's at. I'm like, because my life is always going to be worth more than it, than an animal's. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. My life is just more than an animal, so I can't give too much of a fuck about them. And that's why I was telling my babe. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you can just chalk me down as one of them people. I'm just never going to give a fuck about them. Nigga, they locked in the car. Then, you know, that was the owner's fault. Because I don't give a fuck about a dog, and they should. you should give a fuck about it more than I should. 
So you should have did something. But I'm not going to bust your windows out. Now you're going to have to, like, what's better? You coming out to a dead dog that you knew was already going to be, if you knew it was hot and you left your dog in the car, then, all right, you don't give a fuck. That's just like when I tell, that's just like I be telling niggas, these are the, these are the, this is the type of nigga you never want to fuck with. Someone that's got, someone that's wearing a fitted hat, a fitted, a fitted hat, cap, hat, cap, whatever, a fitted that ain't got no logo on it. It's just a blank fitted. An all black, all whatever, just a blank ass fitted. You don't want to fuck with a person like that. Someone that's in 2019 still wearing capri shorts, especially if they plaid. You don't want to fuck with a person like that. And someone is still wearing black forces. You don't want to fuck with people like that. <laughs> this is my justification. Am I right? No. Am I accurate? Probably not. But this is just my observation. <laughs> someone that wears capri shorts and fitted caps with no logo, they don't give a fuck about themselves. So if they don't give a fuck about themselves, probably means they don't give a fuck about you. Which means if shit hits the fan, them niggas is going to take it there. Because they, they already don't give a fuck about themselves. So I'm thinking, if you're going to leave a damn dog in the car and you care about the damn dog, apparently, and you ain't take the shit out and you know it's hot outside, then you must not give too much of a fuck. So what? If you didn't give a fuck then, and then you come out to the car, and then your windows busted out because I gave more of a fuck about the dog than you, then that lets then I'm gonna assume that you're gonna care more about your broken window than the life of this dog, which means now we got a problem. And like I was telling my babe, I feel like this is a setup. You are allowing people to. You are allowing people to be to play hero, especially in this world in 2019. Everybody already wants to be the judge. Everybody in life wants to judge you. Everybody in life wants to hold your feet to the fire. Everybody in life wants to they want to they want to be the ones to shame you or they want to see you shamed. You know what I'm saying? Nobody let nobody in 2019 wants to just let life play out like you know with the whole asap rocky shit with him saying the stupid shit back back then about ferguson and shit like that so now when he get locked up everybody want to well and i'm like all right look i'm not saying niggas is gotta you know like he in jail now like he's literally in jail right now kind of going through the same shit that he was speaking against what you want him to serve a life sentence now like he in jail i i would imagine that in this very moment the same shit y'all tweeting about that you know fuck him for he's probably experiencing and thinking about right now is can that not be enough or you know i don't know again all i'm saying is i feel like that's a setup that it is legal for someone to bust the windows out of somebody's car playing hero for a fucking dog. I can see if it was a baby. That makes all the sense in the world. A dog. 
a dog. Which dog? Because, you know, there's some people that still shit on pit bulls. Like, there's some people that say that pit bulls just shouldn't even be, like, people shouldn't have them as pets. Because every now and then, pit bulls turn on people. They they kill infants and shit like that. So, for just a, so it's like, so now which dog is it? Am I wilding? Am I going? Am I wilding? Is niggas out here wilding for poodles? The same way they're going to wild out for a pit bull or golden retriever? Like, is there any nuance in this situation? What's going on? I feel like that's a setup, man. Because if I come out to a car and my window busted and I'm wilding out and then someone tell me that they felt like they had to do it and they arguing with me talking about how they only did it because of some shit that I did, I don't care if they write. I don't care if it's right by the law or not. In my eyes, nigga, you wrong. And now the law has just, the law has set up a situation for someone, depending on the escalation, depending on whose car you busted out, somebody might lose their life over that shit. Two lives are going to be ruined. Two, you know what I'm saying? Why can't the dog's life just be ruined? Or maybe just the owner. I do not feel like, it should be written in black and white that it is legal for someone to do this and they get away scot-free. I'm just telling you, man, because there's going to be a there's going to be some fucking condescending and the arrogance that's going to come after that. Niggas ain't going to be able to deal with it. I know I wouldn't be able to deal with it. So niggas is wilding for that. But let me segue. This would be a segment. I'd have to get me a drop for this. But this is going to be a segment for wilding or wondering. Staying on dogs. The other day I'm in class. I'm up at, I, I, I'm, I'm on the seventh floor. And uh, all right, so we have 42 minutes. So I'm finna dip out. I'm finna dip out in a little bit. Give me about 15 more, 20 more. I'm upstairs, I'm on the seventh floor, and these cl- the classes are leaving, and this and that, right? And then I see this one girl with a dog. She's the only one that's got a dog in the class. So I'm assuming it's the emotional support animal, or whatever the case may be. Now, she's walking with some type of limp, or something, I I don't know. I guess it's maybe a birth defect, or something like that. Uh, but you know, she just got a funny walk. Not a funny walk, but not like ha 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 funny, but just a funny walk. You know, like I said, I guess some maybe a birth defect or something like that. I don't know. Um, and then I just when I seen that and I seen the dog, and then I thought to myself, hmm. I wonder if the emotional support animal is really just a self-esteem thing. Let me look at my notes and see what I really said. Because I'm like, all right, so I say, I seen Shorty walking with a limp, clearly some type of birth defect or something, but she had a dog with her. So I'm thinking, are emotional support animals really for self-esteem? Now, this will sound a lot meaner than... I'm even close to saying, but the dog ain't judging her or wondering what happened. The dog just love her. Does she have that dog for that feeling? 
Because I'm looking at her, and I'm and, and I'm just wondering. Hmm. I wonder what happened. I wonder what's wrong. I wonder why she's walking like that. Like, what is the real reason? I'm not judging. I'm not making fun of her. I'm not trying to pick on her or anything like that. I'm literally just, she's just different, clearly. She walks different than people. And she has a dog. So I just assume, again, it was emotional support. And then I'm like, well, the dog ain't going to be looking like me. The dog ain't looking at her and wondering, oh, I wonder what's going on. I wonder why she walked like, why Why does my owner walk like this? Or why does, you know, at least I guess the dog ain't. I assume the dog ain't. So then I'm like, huh, maybe that's just for just, that's maybe what emotional support animals really are for. People that just got maybe some type of self-esteem, some type of, you know, uh, uh, an insecurity, you know. And the animals don't see the the animals may be blind to the insecurity. The animals just gonna love you for what you are, you know, for whatever. All the animal knows is that you take care of them. They feel loved by you, so they they giving you back love and all this and that. And uh, yeah, so am I wilding or am I wondering with that? I could be wilding, but I was just wondering. Mm. But, yeah. Anyways, again, that was quick on that one. And now I'm going to finish it out with this. And it kind of tie in because my nigga just hit me up yesterday with the dumb shit. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Bob, man. Shout out my nigga Nooney. So my nigga Nooney hit me up, a.k.a. Bobby Langston, Ben had dollars. Uh... He'll probably, outside of myself, he'll probably be the first millionaire that I know. Uh, my nigga hit me up on my Instagram. I've been dropping them little videos because I got a single coming out, Sell a Million. Uh, Jack Kane, Sell a Million, August 16th. Dropping everywhere, all your DSPs. So I, I just dropped a little video, like a little promo video, talking about, you know, it was a joke about barbecue sauce. I'm like, you know, uh, I was trying to think of something. And and literally the thing is what the crazy thing is literally what's on the video when I was talking about, you know, what the fuck is on my when I opened the video up saying that. What the fuck is on my mind? That's literally what I was thinking. I I'm smoking, I'm high, I'm in the studio and there was something that there were there was literally something on my mind that I was trying to do at the moment. Or that I was about to get to, but I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't know what the fuck it was. And I had forgot. But I had the camera rolling. So I just started joking around, you know, this and that shit. And uh and 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 earlier we was cause of my the homies, they was talking they was like, So what's the song about? Like sell a million, this and that. And I'm like, Well, you know, really, really, it's not much about shit, you know? Uh, the first verse is me just rapping. The second verse is me kind of like trying to give some type of game or have some type of substance. So the hook is me saying, well, if I say it like this, it's going to sell a million. If I say it like this, they're going to fill it. So either way, I'm going to sell a million, whether they whether it's just because, you know, the shit hard or they feel me either way, you know. Um, but the homie was just like, you know, like, 
you know, I took it as, you know, this cat saying whatever I do, whatever I touch is going to sell a million, you know. And then we got to joking about barbecue sauce because he had said something like, you know, like, you know, uh, you can make a scale, you know, buy two, you know, get two barbecue, you know, buy two bottles of barbecue sauce and get a free pager. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Like, <laughs> I started dying laughing when he said that shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious because <laughs> we was talking about pagers and shit like that. We were just talking about like old school L.A. That's why I love talking. Shout out my nigga Ronnie. Shout out Kevin. Uh, shout out Kevin's wife. Anytime we nigga, anytime I get I get together with them niggas. I can sit there and just let them niggas tell me about old L.A. for at least 20 minutes. Like, I love it. So that's what we was talking about, pagers and shit like that and whatever. And uh, so when he said that, I'm like, you know, that was funny. So I made a joke about it. You know, at the end, I'm like, you know, uh, something about my fucking barbecue sauce or whatever the case. So then my nigga hit me up and he was like, you borderline cooning. He was like, this video kind of looked coonish. And I'm like, really? Like, how so? You know, whatever the case. And uh, and I'm like, I don't think so or whatever. But then I got to thinking. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? You just gave me a talking point. Because I was like, niggas love. I was like, niggas really love this cancel shit. Like, niggas be itching for a cancel. And he was like, you know, or he said, or you could talk about niggas not being able to take constructive criticism. And I'm like, well, no, no, I ain't going to no. I'm like, I can take constructive criticism, but first you ain't really tell me shit. You just told me that I was cooning. I'm like, how so? Like, what did I do? Like, I was, I don't know. I thought I was just joking around or whatever the case may be, you know? And, uh. Cause I'm like, cause uh, he was like, you know, he was like, he was like, yo, I just watched it again. It's pretty funny. He said, still a little coonish, but I guess it's acceptable. You ain't go too far. Uh, he was like, but he was like, you know, please proceed with caution, though. I'm like, man, the pressure. I'm like, this is what I got to deal with when I finally kick off. I'm like, nigga can't even smoke and joke about barbecue sauce without black cards being revoked. And um, and uh. But anyways, but anyway, so I was like, really, I was like, I was like, it's not that I'm cooning. I said, I was like, see, that's what I said. I was like, yeah, that's probably true. I was like, but for example, saying it comes off coonish has no has no solution. Or is that what I? And, and yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, so yeah, I said, yeah, that's probably true. But for this example, saying it comes off as coonish has no solution that's me responded to him saying niggas should take constructive criticism but i'm like i only think it came off that way because i'm clearly animating myself you know and uh but he was like the solution is to tone down the buckeyes and other characteristics that they used to do to humiliate black people now i wasn't sure I, i'd have to still look up and do some research on that the whole buckeye thing but i'm like what buckeye but um yeah so, I say that to say that I feel like it. I feel like it came off. I say that to say that I feel like it came off as coonish because he know me, and yeah, I'm a goofy nigga and whatever the case. But to what he just seen, that don't look like my normal goofiness, and I'm goofy. But it ain't even to that extent, though. Like, really, y'all, if y'all know me, I'm a 
laid back, reserved, introvert type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? So for me to just be acting or clearly trying to entertain or clearly trying to be funny or something like that, it could come off. I can clearly I can see how that comes off as. I wouldn't say coonish, but just for the simple fact that it's. I guess disingenuine. Which. You know, I guess, but even then, I don't even think that was the case. It was genuine. It was definitely genuine. Nigga, I was making a joke. I was clearly, if anything, I thought I was just poking fun at myself. You know, that's all I thought. Made a fucking joke. I'm smoking. I'm high. Made a fucking joke about barbecue sauce. Like, it's barbecue sauce. Like, what the fuck? I can't even, like, what? But then it made me think about the whole Vic Mensa shit. And what it really made me think about was I seen, I had seen uh, the rapper T, the rapper Reason uh, sign a TDE. I had seen him put on Twitter like, you know, Vic Mensa either then lost his mind or he's completely, like he completely lost his mind or he's mad desperate. And uh, then when I seen like on his IG, he was just talking about it and he was just like, come on, Vic, like that ain't you like. This and that. And then I just got to thinking, like, all right, well, I'm not in the rap game. I'm not in the industry. So I don't know how often niggas be seeing niggas. I'm not sure how often niggas be interacting. I'm thinking to myself, I don't I don't know if he really know this nigga. Like that's where that's what I was thinking. I don't know if he really I don't know if he really know this nigga. And uh because I was just like, that's kind of weird for someone to say, like, you know, don't do that. That ain't you or whatever the case. But I'm like, well, how would you know? And what I'm talking about is the 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 video with Vic Mensa when he was dressed up in drag and this and that shit or whatever the case. And I'm like, you know, for niggas to say, for niggas to say, Cause it, I, it threw me off for for someone to say, in the same breath that I'm cool with niggas expressing themselves and having freedom of expression and all this and that shit, but then, you know, in the same breath say how that what that that expression or whatever wasn't true to someone. Now I don't really know what he meant by it. And and I, and I tried to ask him, but he ain't hit me back. I tried to ask him, like, well, what what part do you not feel is true to him? Was it the fag or the flag part? Because he was in, you know, he was dressed up as a cross-dresser, you know, in a dress. But it was a dress that that was made out of, like, a Confederate flag. Like, it had the X and shit on it and this and that. So I'm like, you know, like, what part wasn't true to him? In your opinion, you know, because I was just trying to figure it out. Like, I just thought that was kind of crazy. But it's only crazy because I'm assuming I'm assuming that he don't I'm assuming that he really don't know Vic enough for him to say, come on, Vic, that ain't you. Like, come on, dog. Like, 
but maybe he does. And if he does, if he re- if them two really do have that relationship, then he might have been very real. You know, he could have had all the right in the world justified to say that. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? But, you know, he was like, you know, niggas got to stop, you know, selling out. He was like, niggas got to stop selling out for their dreams. And I was like, whoa, okay, selling out for their dreams. Hmm. So then the other day I was rapping and uh, I was thinking of an ad lib. And then the ad lib made me think of Django. It made me think of fucking Samuel Jackson when he was talking about that nigga on a nad. Who that nigga on a nad? You know what I'm saying? And then when I got to looking at that, and I was like, huh. So niggas is on at Vic Mensa's neck for doing a music video, which is, it wasn't even like a rap music video. It was clearly like some punk rock. Like that was the whole vibe of the video and the song. The whole song, the whole vibe of the song was some punk rock alternative type of shit that you would expect to see like some white people do. Like that's, we didn't see it. Like that's, that was some shit that we definitely expect to see white people do. But it was just a nigga doing it and it was a nigga doing the song. It was with Travis Barker and someone else. Like it was a straight up kind of like rock song, you know? And um, so I'm like, huh. So niggas is at Vic Mensa's neck about dressing up in drag and whatever and doing this music video. Now, that's a part of his dream. This is a part of his dream that is that is now attached to his career. His career is his dream. Now, New Heights, whatever that level may be, that love that's just what it is. But still, this is all under the umbrella of the dream, even though it's still his career. So then I'm like, huh, when I look up this Django shit and I'm watching this clip of Samuel Jackson clearly being a house nigga. And I'm like, well, is Samuel, J-? I'm like, does Samuel Jackson sell out for this? And I put it on my IG. I put it on my IG. I asked the question. I was like, did Samuel Jackson sell out for this? Maybe five or six people responded. Everyone said no, except for one person. Shout out my nigga Smith, Black Rob. He was the only one that said yeah. Everyone else said no. So when I seen that, I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, huh, so everyone said no. And I feel the same way. My nigga is in the movie and he's acting. Like, whatever. I didn't think he sold out, but whatever, you know. But I was like, huh? So everyone said no about that. So that means Vic Mensa didn't sell out either, did he? Because I'm like, I'm thinking if a nigga can get in the movies and talk about another black man being on a horse calling him a nigga, then you got fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, a white man, in your ear talking about nigga and all this and that, calling you a nigga. You, you, Quentin Tarantino is the director. In every movie, he, every movie, he talking about niggers, this, nigger, that. Again, in Pulp Fiction, he all up in Samuel Jackson's face talking about dead nigger, this, dead nigger. Did I sign up for dead niggers in my driveway this morning? No. 
Then I want a dead nigger in my garage. Like, I don't even understand how, like, if anything, it seems like that's just, it seems like that, that Quentin was trying to say this is what all white people are. Cause it's not like this shit was even warranted. He was just, it looked like he just had an excuse. Like it was his creator, his creative freedom, his creative freedom to say nigger. So that's what he doing. So is Samuel Jackson a sellout for working with Quentin Tarantino all these years and just like I'm trying to figure out what's the line. What what's the line that we judging? What's the line that we looking for? What is it? If a nigga if a nigga can't even be in a music video and do some other shit without motherfuckers wilding out and calling them a sellout and all this and that, but then we let a nigga be in the like, cause it's still entertainment at the end of the day, right? A movie ain't no realer or no faker than than a motherfucking song, is it? The spec like the spectrum is all the same if it's still falling under entertainment. So what's the difference? What's the difference? You know? I don't mm, I just thought that was, you know, I just thought that was kinda a little uh I just I felt like that was a little hypocritical on reason's part. But it only was if it's only kind of hypocritical if my assumption is right that he really had no place to say who someone is or not. But again, I don't know if you really know this nigga. They could be like super cool rap niggas because well reason can rap like a motherfucker Vic, Vic Mensa definitely can rap like a motherfucker so just on a mutual respect a mutual respect level for the rap shit they could have a pretty solid relationship you know what I'm saying uh and if that's the case then I guess I just have to shut the fuck up and mind my own goddamn business but if that ain't the case and he really don't know that nigga then uh you know, then I'm just going to have to say that niggas is niggas is really still hypocritical than a motherfucker. And I understand niggas being hypocritical, but it's like, damn. You know. How you going to acknowledge one thing, but then not even not acknowledge, like, how can you how can you how can you try to save face and acknowledge people's. Choice of freedom or choice of expression. Like you're gonna save face and save that it and say that first, but then still go on to, you know, say what it what someone is true to and that they they only doing this for some type of reason or whatever the case. Like again, like I said, y'all niggas be judging with no intention of understanding. When you say that, when 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 you look at something and the and the only two things you can say is, nigga either completely lost their minds, or niggas is just straight up desperate. That mean that you and and and, and niggas ain't gotta understand. You don't have to understand, but you know, like I was telling my girl earlier, because she was trying to say some shit to me and whatever, and I was like, my whole energy from now on is fuck niggas. Let me read your book first. Let me see your pages. Let me make sure that you all good. Like how Nipsey was saying, when niggas be speaking on the hood, I think he was talking about with academics. Like you, yo, your word ain't you. Who, who's, 
vouching for your word to speak on our lifestyle or our culture. Like, you can't do that. That's I'm looking for niggas' receipts. I'm looking for niggas' receipts. And if I'm looking for receipts, I, I don't give a fuck about what you just telling me. I want you to show me everything. Matter of fact, just give me your shit and just let me do the, all the research myself. Because niggas can say any goddamn thing. Niggas can front and flex about any goddamn thing. Uh, so whatever. Until until I see your until I see your rap sheet, I don't give a fuck about what you talking about. As far as I'm concerned, whatever, my G. Because niggas can say anything, you know. So, all right, guys, here I am. I done done a whole minute. Uh. What song do I want to do? What do I want to close out on? Because also with me changing the rap name, I said changing the rap name, changing the name of the podcast, I'm also going to be changing the it's on the list. It's no longer going to be just rap. It's going to be all songs. Now, I might keep it in the culture, maybe. With just rap and R&B. But I'm probably going to expand it. I'm probably going to expand it out to culture and just play whatever the songs are, top songs. Like the other day when I was playing Valerie and the nigga Smith hit me up like, hey, this is a top 500. Nigga, you ain't never lied. I'm going to die. I, like I said, I'm going to die glorious and, and, and happy knowing that Valerie is one of my favorite songs ever. I love that song by Amy Winehouse. And, uh, yeah, you know, matter of fact, that's what I'm going to close it out with. I'm going to close it out with motherfucking Valerie. You feel me? Uh, So, yeah, guys, this has been another episode of. This has been another episode with your one and only favorite, Wody Jack of Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion. It's been another episode with me. But it is the first episode of the Wildin' for Respect show. What y'all like better, Wildin' for Respect show or Wildin' for Respect the podcast? Wildin' for respect the show? Wildin' for respect the podcast. What y'all like better? Who knows? But yeah, guys, again, you know, thank you for uh, joining the kid. Thank you for, you know, listening. Share. Please continue. Uh, Like I said, new single dropping August 16th. EP. We We ain't put it in confirmed yet, but EP could be coming soon. The EP could be coming soon. Uh, so, um, yeah. And I'm out this bitch. Well, sometimes I go out buzzing and I look across the water. And I think of all the things, what you're doing. And in my head, I paint a picture. Since I come home, well, my body's been a maggot, and I miss your tender hip and the way you like the jaggers. I want you to come on over, stop making a fool out of me. Oh, why don't you come on over, Valerie? Valerie. Valerie.
Yeah. 